If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be with Adam Kleinberg from TractionCo.com. Adam and his partners founded Traction back in 2001 in the spare bedroom of Adam's apartment, which we're going to dive into. Adam, since then, has led Traction into a brand experience consultancy. He is a prolific writer. He has spoken at dozens of industry conferences. He's published over 100 articles, including articles in Ad Age, Ad Week, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Mashable, and others. He's been a media post all-star that only three digital creatives in the U.S. get every year. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. So let's go back in time a little bit. Um, I believe, if I read correctly, you bought a one-way ticket to California after graduating from Cornell. Uh, tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about that story. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, after college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I grew up. You know. So I went home in New York. I lived with my mom and I came out to California and visited some buddies from college and um, basically went home, bought a one-way ticket and uh, flew back out here. I was like, what are they doing? What am I doing at home? Um, I was going to say, well, Ithaca, you're, I mean, we're in Buffalo, so you were uh, used to the uh, Western and Central New York snow and weather. Well, it was 96. So I don't know if you remember, there was the blizzard of 96 and we had the worst snow winter ever. So I moved out in March um and haven't looked back you know um, and it was a great decision for me like getting out here right at the beginning of the technology boom and um you know the the creative spirit interaction i mean in san francisco um 
really, you know, lit a fire under me and, and drove me to become a, a designer. And I don't know if I had stayed in New York, if I ever would have gotten into that. And, you know, I'd probably be like a banker or something like that's fast. Well, what was your original, what was your degree from Cornell in? I had an economics major. Ah, so banker would have uh, really, been, yeah, really, that could have been realistic. I used to paint, you know, I was an artist um, and uh, it never really occurred to me that I could make a great living being creative. Um, well, obviously you've done really well at that. I got to ask one more question about the origin story. You bought a book on Photoshop and declared yourself a web designer in the late nineties. Yeah. That $40 was a better investment than, than the, the 40,000 or so that my parents spent on Cornell. <laughs> I was saying, well, back in the, Cornell yeah. was a lot more than 40,000, but yeah. I understand the analogy. So you obviously had that kind of inspiration, that kind of, I'll do it and figure it out later. I'll learn how to fly the airplane in the air because you did, you bought a book and then said, poof, I'm a web designer. So how did that kind of entrepreneurial spirit, that kind of ambition turn into traction? So, you know, in the 90s, uh, late 90s, like 96, 97, um, was when I bought that book and hung out my shingle, declared myself a web designer. And soon after I got a job, a starting level job at an agency, um, and it was a time of rapid growth, you know, like there was the whole dot-com boom. So between 97 and 2000, I was able to kind of move up quickly, went from one agency to another. Um, and in 2001, when the economy collapsed, we were, me and my friends all got laid off from this job that we had at one of the major agencies. Um, so we kind of looked around at each other. And we're like, well, we don't want to go back and start hunting for jobs at another big agency that's going to just lay us off again next time there's a downturn. Let's, let's start our own thing. And, you know, at that point, we were, you know, our primary ingredients were like some talent and, uh, you know, what we called blind fury. It was just a, a belief that we could do great work. And, uh, you know, we didn't know how to run a business. We didn't know how to uh, do a lot of things, but we believed we could. And uh, that confidence, I think, just kind of opened doors for us. And, um, you know, we got our first, we started in the spare bedroom, my apartment, and we did that for like two years. And um, then my wife got pregnant. She threw us out and we got an office. And within a couple months, like we'd started winning some big clients, Macromedia, um, which is now acquired by Adobe, uh, SAP, this great winery called Bonnie Dune Vineyards that we won, you know, Webby Awards for the work we did for them. Uh, and we were off to the races. And a couple of years later, you know, Apple came knocking and we won that too. So how do you get in the door at, a, at companies that are like that big? Um, a lot of hustle, a little bit of luck. Um, you know, at that point, um, you know, um, I think when it was with, with Apple, they were looking for a digital agency and they had someone who was keeping tabs on who were the hot little shops. And... Um, you know, back then digital shops were a new thing, you know, 2003 to four or five. I think we started working with Apple in 2005. Um, we still have them as a client today. So I got to um, ask, I mean, Apple, arguably one of the most valuable companies in the world, probably has teams of hundreds of in-house marketing people. 
dumb dumb question why would they still be working with why would they still be working with an outside agency um i can't comment too much on the current state of the apple relationship because of okay. you know, confidentiality um but we provide value you know and they have gaps and like you know traction uh in 2019 um had a pivot you know we had been having a great run from 2001 and you know around 2014 we won an ad age small agency of the year award um we were growing and then like 2016 we started to see um some of our clients taking a lot of work in-house um and you know we looked at what are we doing right over here you know like because this relationship is still growing and still healthy and that one is and really in those relationships we were working uh, more seamlessly with in-house teams so we made some difficult decisions to let go of some people at that time and pivot and um, really became this marketing accelerator for in-house teams and used our partnership with apple as kind of the model for that where we enhance and improve uh different you know agency you know in brands in-house teams that means different things for different brands sometimes they need creative big guns Sometimes they need product design. Sometimes they need performance marketing. And we and sometimes they need marketing technology. Um, you know, we can bring in top-notch talent for all these different things because not everyone is full-time. Um, and it allows us, we use this collective consultant heavy model um, that allows us to bring in like incredible talent, right? And reinvest the overhead that we're saving from having a remote office and having a uh, you know bespoke workforce uh, to better solve client needs, we reinvest that in the talent. Talent gets work done faster. They get work done more collaboratively and with less ego. Clients love it. So we've doubled in size in the past three years after uh, uh, you know an eighteen-year run to, to have that kind of turnaround. Or uh, it's been amazing. It yeah, absolutely. I would agree a hundred percent. So what does who's an ideal client for you now? Um, you know, our the clients that we help tend to fall into two camps. Um, one are the enterprises of the world, Apple, LinkedIn, GE Healthcare, um, etc. Um, we've worked for a ton of big companies and we tend to um help them in pockets of subject matter expertise. Um, you know, whether it might be doing a MarTech consulting engagement, which we're doing for um, a, a, a big company. I'm, I'm not- Sure, that's liberty, fine. But um, still confidential, but, um, or, you know, other companies that might be kind of like, um, maybe series B going on series C startups, right? That, or maybe just a well-funded startup. We just launched a company called Herewith that is a new platform uh, for in-home senior care. And we helped them figure out, you know, what was the breakthrough insight that was gonna connect the dots um, between their offering and position the brand, help them develop their first campaign, we're helping them develop their performance marketing uh, function um, and acquisition of both, uh, you know, customers, clients, patients, um, as well as talent. 
So, you know, we're able to kind of come in and act as an agency in that regard, or to come in as a consulting partner to solve specific problems um, and gaps that larger companies have in their in-house capability. Talk a little bit about your team because you have your core folks and then the folks you bring in, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's a collective, right? We have um, an incredible array of talent. You know, we don't really, in on a day-to-day basis, like distinguish about who's a consultant, who's, who's full-time. Everyone kind of works as a single team. Um, but what it allows us to do is map the certain the, the particular talent to the particular opportunity. You know, agencies sometimes there's such a breadth of work that we can bring in the right subject matter experts to make sure that we got the best person for this opportunity. Another company uh, called Veramatrix approached us. We were helping them with their security company in the content delivery space. They do security for apps and video, um, and we repositioned them and did a brand campaign. But the CMO then came to me and said, hey, you know, we're launching this SaaS platform and it needs some some work. Do you do product design? So we were able to pull in a product designer from our bench with, you know, decades of experience in product design and help them design an award winning SaaS platform. Um, You know, and some of the talent is unbelievable. Like the head of performance marketing attraction used to be the VP of marketing at Nordstrom. Right. Like our, you know, client partner who leads operations was at Lululemon and helped grow them from, you know, 600,000 to $5 billion in revenue. Um, So we've been able to bring in really amazing talent. You know, I, I say to our clients, you know, everyone always tries to put agency in a box, right. And say, what are you good at? You know, are you an UX agency? Are you advertising? Are you branding? Um, and, you know, traction superpower is creating super powerful teams. Um, you know, we really have a breadth of experience at our core, so we can set those teams up for success and we have the relationships, you know, for decades of being in the business and, uh, constantly growing and evolving and investing in growing that collective, um, to, to really, you know, bring in incredible talent. Um, and the right fit talent uh, for whatever clients need. That makes a lot of sense. You've helped a lot of companies achieve success and achieve success yourself. What's your biggest challenge now? Um, you know, the biggest challenge I think is um, has been the you know bumps in the economy. You know that are sometimes impact clients, and then um, you know. Uh, you know, having to navigate that a little bit, but at the same time, you know, we've been really extremely nimble, way more nimble than we ever were before. Um, Because not everyone is, is full-time. Like we're able to um, weather storms like that way better than a typical agency. You know, when COVID hit, we had already gone remote. We had already, um, you know, built this model. So we were actually accelerating during that time. And we continue to do that today. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? I, I love the people I work with. I love the clients we work with. And I love having a different, you know, problem to solve every day, you know. Uh, and, you know, the breadth of work that we 
do. Um, I'm constantly continuing to learn, even though my beard is gray, you know, I'm, I'm still learning every day. So that for me is, is a, is a great challenge. For our folks watching and listening who want to learn more about all things Adam and Traction, where should we send them? Uh, our website is at www.tractionco.com. Um, so that's the best place to learn about us. I'm on LinkedIn. My name is Adam Kleinberg. I'd be happy to connect with any of your guests directly. Um, my email is adam at tractionco.com. Well, we greatly appreciate you sharing that. And of course, spending some time with us. We know it's incredibly valuable. Um, thank everybody. We thank everybody for watching or listening. This has been Seth Green with Adam Kleinberg from TractionCo.com. Adam, thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.